Welcome to No Sweet Clue. I'm your host, Shannon. And today I'm talking about my WAP. Uh, for those of you who aren't involved on social media, TikTok, um, don't have young people in your lives who are on top of the latest music and all that, you may not know what I'm talking about. But there is a new video, new song out by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion called WAP, which stands for Wet Ass Pussy. Yes, I said it. And I was on TikTok and I saw all these posts about it and I'm like, okay, I don't even know what WAP stands for. Um, Because in the song, she's talking about wet and gushy, needing a mop and bucket. I was like, okay, I think I have a better idea, but I need to check this out. So zoom, zoom, head on over to YouTube, look that up, watch the whole video. Okay, I was, I wasn't shocked. No, because I'm thinking of uh, all these other songs of, that have come out, especially from the hip hop community, you know, about a magic stick and uh, genuine riding the pony, all of that. So this didn't really shock me. And so I was wondering, why are people so upset about this? Um, you know, we know who Cardi B is, we know her background, you know, this is not surprising content. So why are we shocked? Um, there are people out there who are like, oh my God, it's pornographic. It's awful. And I'm thinking, um, pornographic? No. Again, take a look at what male counterparts have been putting out for the last few decades. Um, so I think the controversy arises from the fact that it's women talking about their sexuality in such an open, visual, uh, sort of tactile, wet and gushy way. Um, and I think it's about time. And okay, some of you may be like, oh my God, no one needs to hear about that. No one needs to see that. Okay, fine. This topic isn't for you. But I grew up um, sort of getting all my information from things about puberty, sex, relationships from mainstream media. Or, you know, I was a bit of a keener, so the world book encyclopedia and then oh my gosh once the internet was invented hallelujah it's super easy to be secretive about finding out information to potentially embarrassing questions because my family didn't talk about it um uh, my lesson on puberty was receiving a copy of are you there god it's me margaret for christmas when i was like nine years old um and i was a virgin until i was 22 because mostly I guess fear of the unknown I mean I was I was a keener again overachiever so I was you know I always wanted to please my parents so I was very busy extracurricularly in high school and I didn't date so it wasn't really concerned but it was always kind of like oh I wonder I have so many questions about this but I can't I cannot dare ask my parents and I only have an older brother so I'm not going to go and ask him for any information like good god no um and so I kind of depended on talking to friends and um google and what I saw in movies and tv and like seriously I don't know about the rest of y'all but okay I'm 42 years old and I seriously thought a majority of my adulthood would be spent like 
traipsing around some guy's apartment dressed in a sheet. And I don't think that's ever happened once. Um, but he, again, here I am, I'm 42 and I still have questions about my own body. What's normal? Like, um, and how do I find this out? Because now I'm 42, like, shouldn't I know this stuff by now? But I'm learning that I'm normal. Um, I follow a couple of gals, Lindsay and Sarah, who host the Momgasm podcast. Please check it out. They've done such a great job of creating this really safe community where um, moms, women can openly talk about sexuality. And like I've had questions like, uh, how do I sort of get my mojo back after, you know, experiencing sexual assault? Because I don't want sex to be seen as negative and traumatic. I want to really focus on um, that spiritual, emotional connection that you have with somebody. And um, what else have I asked them? Uh, I mean, we've talked about things like, uh, is anyone else's period like this? Or does anyone else have boobs, that, you know, two different sizes? Like, did you know that your boobs are not the same size? Um, maybe you knew that, maybe you didn't. But um, there's just a random fact for you. Uh, so I'm glad that this video is out there and it's, f f you know, bringing this topic of women owning their sexuality um, to the mainstream because with so much of the culture I find right now, I'm not going to refer, you know, specifically or whatever, but um, a lot of the political climate where there's so much control over women's bodies and what we do and what we say and what we wear and how we wear it. I find that very frustrating. And so this song, this video, the discussion it's creating is liberating. And I can already hear some people say, yeah, it's one thing to own your sexuality, but it's another thing to put in someone's face. Well, you know what? It's one thing to be a vegan, but it's another thing to shove it in someone's face. Or it's one thing to be a Democrat or a liberal or Jewish or Catholic or whatever you are, you know, a runner or a crossfitter. You don't have to shove it down someone's throat. Um, but owning it, being proud of who you are and talking about it openly, you're entitled to that. And yeah, Cardi B was a stripper. So what? Does that make her sexuality less valid than a preacher's wife's sexuality? Like, where do we get this sense of entitlement that we get to judge people? Like, I mean, I know some dancers and those girls work hard. It is physically grueling. I can only imagine the douchebags they have to deal with, the... and. I, I can hear the comments already. Oh, well, it's, you know, the industry they put themselves in. They deserve that. No, no, that's, that's bullshit. Um, they consent to dancing on stage for money. They do not consent to rude, vicious comments or guys waiting outside the club afterwards to follow them home, to swear at them, to hurl insults, that kind of thing, or to judge their entire life based on what they do for a job. Um, they work hard and they deserve every penny your husband gives them. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's really this whole WAP. I don't need a mop and bucket, but maybe you do. And that's totally fine. 
own it. Um, I think we've spent so much time being embarrassed and viewing all of this stuff as taboo that I wonder how many women are suffering in silence. Like, oh, I'm totally abnormal. And, or your partner's making you feel like you're totally abnormal. I mean, how many men have been unable to finish or how many men have been unable to get an erection and we tell them that's okay it's normal and we're telling the truth it is it happens to so many men um so whatever you're experiencing I think is normal and um sometimes you just need to have a safe space to ask about it or um know where to go to read about it on your own that sort of thing and I'm glad that we're finally seeing women's sexuality right in your face. And it's not, I didn't think it was really, yeah, it's kind of crass by like my Catholic parents' standards, yes. But by my standards, no, because I mean, look at, look at the stuff R. Kelly's put out. Look at, yeah, yeah, just look at any, any male song about sex in the last 10, 15 years. And yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crass really. Um, but again, that's, that's a judgment. Um, men, I guess, are just safer to put their sexuality out there. It's, it's more accepted for it to be seen as part of their maleness. Whereas women, um, we all know women have sex. We're the ones who birthed the babies. Like, how did they get there? But it's more quiet, hidden, like we're like we're supposed to be, I guess. We're supposed to be quiet and and keep what's under our skirts hidden. And we all know it's there, so let's talk about it. So, um, like I said, if you need a mop and bucket, awesome. If you don't, that's fine too. Whatever you're experiencing is normal. And if you think it's not, I hope you find a safe space where you can reach out. And if you haven't seen this video yet, go check it out and let me know your thoughts. Take care.